Welcome to the Metropolitan UMC Podcast. We are located at 3385 Metropolitan Church Road in Indian Head, Maryland. Our pastor is the Reverend Daryl K. Mason Sr. And now, today's podcast. Did not want to forget, I want to make sure that we recognize all the members of the team. Amen. So as we go to the word of God, I ask that you would turn to the book of Luke, the 24th chapter, verses 36 through 49. The book of Luke, 24th chapter, verses 36 through 49. And I shall be reading from the New International Version. And it says this. While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. Then he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself touch and see a ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. When he said this, he showed them his hands and feet. And while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, do you have anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish. And he took it and ate it in their presence. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, This is what is written. The Messiah was suffering rise from the dead on the third day and repentance for forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations beginning in Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I'm going to send you what my father has promised but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power on high. Amen. This is the word of God for the people of God, and we shall all say, thanks be to God. Amen. Just for a short moment, I want to come from the thought of how to bring back a dead man. How to bring back a dead man. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we love you. We worship you, and we thank you. And on this resurrection day, the day that marks the bedrock of our faith. Father, we ask now that we would hear the message in your word. Father, bring us together in the virtual sanctuary from as far west as Las Vegas, Nevada, from as uh, far north as Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, out to Norfolk, Virginia, out in the Midwest in El Dorado, Arkansas, and here on Bryan's Road. So, Father, we ask, Lord, that you would continue to use us 
and continue to send us out into your vineyard. Bless the hearers of your message. Lord, we love you, and Lord, we thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray, and all God's people said, amen. Each day, our hospitals and health care workers deal with life-threatening situations. People come into the ER with fatal injuries, gunshots, stab wounds. And despite their wounds, despite their life-threatening situations, through the miracle of what we call modern medicine, doctors are able to bring people back to life. People that were counted out, people were, that were left on the side of the road. Have you ever been left on the side of the road? People that are in bad situations have been brought back to life. If you have a streaming service or old-fashioned antenna TV, you've seen episodes of ER. You've seen episodes of, of Grey's Anatomy, and yes, for those 70s babies, General Hospital. I'm a 70s baby, by the way. Time and time again, you see the situation where all hope is gone. But there's always a talented doctor. Hey! Always a talented doctor, and she or he shows I just said, and she or he, and she or he shows up on time. The patient is lying out there on the table. Nurses and the interns are wondering, well, what's going on? The laid out, gunshot wounds, the stabbed, all their look, faces all messed up, but the doctor walks in and analyzes the situation. Has God ever walked in in your situation? Hey, took a look at what was going on in your life, and you were laid out on the bed wondering what was going to happen. Are you live or are you going to die? But Dr. Jesus shows up and analyzes the situation looks, and after seeing what's going on, watches the, the monitors. You see, beep, and I, I never know what the beeps are, but every time something beeps, I get a little worried. I'm sitting out there popping my popcorn, Delegate Patterson, and watching it. I don't know what's going on. Sitting there, beep, beep. You don't know what's going on. You don't know if it's a good beep or a bad beep, but you're sitting there watching everything's going on, and the doctor runs in, assesses the situation. He starts calling, sure, he starts calling, uh, so, but, he, but, but, but then what happens? Uh, the doctor gets the palace, and all of a sudden, the doctor yells out, clear, Shoosh. didn't work, looks at the mother, mother boop, boop, boop. doctor yells out again, clear, boop, boop, boop. The, the chest jumps up, and after a few times of the defibrillator on the chest, all of a sudden, when we thought all hope was gone, look at the mother, the beep, beep, beep. Heart comes back. Heart starts. The, 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 the one that, that see, 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 somebody thought that you weren't going to come back. Uh, see, somebody thought that when they left you, you weren't going to make it. You see, somebody thought that when they didn't pay you that money back, you was going to be mad about it. See, somebody thought, oh, that when they weren't going to call you no more, that you wrote them off, that you were going to be laid out. But, but, but the doctor showed up, a boom, boom, clear. 
And all of a sudden, you're back online. As we look at our Resurrection Day story, just so, so, so just so everyone, so, so that we're all together, today we have fast-forwarded about six hours into the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Because if we look in the word of God, so, so let's just re recap all of the resurrection day sermons we've heard over my 50 years of Jesus has got up from the grave. Mary shows up. Tomb is empty. And then they run out and tell the world. And then we go home, we leave church, go home, and it's done. But I realized there was some other stuff that happened on that day as well. See, see if, if we look at the clock time, it says that Jesus rose early in the morning. And I want to say that if I use my own Holy Ghost imagination, that sometime around 10 o'clock, when we start church, uh, about that same See, because if we look, if we rewind and go back to verse 13, if we read all of Luke 24, we see that at the beginning of Luke 24, it talks about Christ's resurrection. But then in verse 13, it says, but that very day, some things happen. Very interesting. On, on, on the same day that when Christ arose, that, that wasn't it. It wasn't that he rose and everything was over. Verse 13 says that very day some things happened. If we, and, and if we go a little further down in Luke 24, we arrive at our scripture today. When you get a chance, go back and read it later going back and read all of Luke 24, but we find that after the resurrection of Christ, the disciples immediately began to count themselves out. They had heard about Jesus being raised, but they did not believe. It's one thing to celebrate the resurrection of Christ. But when we walk out the door back into the world on Monday morning, back to our job, back to our Zoom meeting, back to our team's meeting, back to our classrooms, do you believe on Monday morning what you raised your hand and celebrated the day before? So we look at our scripture, and it says that on that very day, the disciples were walking along. And the first sighting, Jesus came to them and appeared to them. And, 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 and when he appeared to the disciples, they said, oh, you must be a ghost. You see, the one thing I, I found out interesting, uh, it's funny how people say they don't believe in God, but for somehow they believe in ghosts. Where do you think, if you believe in ghosts, where do you think the ghosts are coming? I mean, if you you see, we, we, we like to, 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 to make life the way that, see, I'm sorry, that's another sermon for another time. Uh, but, but they believed they saw a ghost, but somehow they couldn't believe that Jesus had got up from the grave. He walked with them and he appeared to them on the road. The message today, as we 
walk out of this building and even as we are sitting here now, do you believe that Jesus got up from the grave? Amen. If you believe, put your hands together. Amen. Now here's a real question. That was a setup, by the way. If you believe that Jesus got up from the grave, do you believe that his resurrection can be active in your life? Do you believe? Because the reason that we need to understand the story of the resurrection, this is a nice story, it's good for an MGM movie, it's, it's good, it's all there for Hollywood, but when the rubber hits the road, we have to know, is the resurrection working in our lives now? Can God resurrect that relationship? Can God resurrect that situation that's going on with your child? Can God come in and resurrect that bad situation that's going on with your marriage? Can God come in and resurrect that bad relationship? You see, you notice I'm talking about dead stuff. You see, resurrection is needed when your marriage, when your family is laid out in the ER table and Jesus needs to come up and boom, clear! Jesus can show up and resurrect those bad situations. Oh, how, how, how can you bring a dead man back? How can you bring a dead man back? The first thing is, it, it, when we go to verse 36, it says, while they were still talking about this, now just to reconcile the frame of mind, what they were talking about was the sighting of Jesus they just had. So y'all with me? So Jesus died. They were walking along the road. Jesus shows up. What's up? I'm still here. That's my 21st century translation, just so y'all get it. I believe if Jesus showed up, Jesus would be a holy, cool brother. Say, what's up? He shows up. We go down to verse 36. It's where we are in our scripture. It says, while they were still talking about this, so Jesus had showed up with one part of the disciples, but there was another part of the disciples that were doing their own thing. And they had heard about the other sighting of Jesus. And so y'all know how we do. We hear something good that happens in the neighborhood. Oh, we want to get the gossip going. Oh, did you hear when they start sending text? Some of y'all are text messaging now while I'm preaching. Oh, you start sending the text messages, and it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. You see, the, the, the communication happens, and while they were still talking about this, guess what? Jesus shows up <laughs> with them. You know, I believe if we just talked a little more about Jesus, if we just prayed a little bit more about Jesus, if we had our mind, oh, he'll probably show up in our situations a little more. Oh, I believe if we just ask Jesus to show up, he'll, we just start talking about him, just start worshiping him, he'll show up more and more. But they were talking about Jesus, and he shows up, and he knows that they're going to be freaked out. So he says, peace be with you, or 21st century translation, shut up. It's me. Have you ever seen anyone that, let me, let me put it, maybe you've been the person that's been thrown away. 
Maybe you've been the person that's thrown off to the side, the person that was sent to the ER, and you, two or three years later, see the person that put you in the ER, or you bump into them at the CVS store, at the Walmart, and when they see you, they look at you like you're a ghost. Oh, hey, how you, uh, how you doing there? Oh, I didn't expect to see you. You see, the reason that you look like a ghost is because when they threw you to the side, they thought you were gone. When they threw you to the side, they thought you were gonna be broke, busted, and disgusted. And because you're looking so good, oh, you got a little money in your pocket, oh, you got your Walmart, you got two baskets full of Walmart, oh, you spent too much, they trying to figure out, how can you afford all that? I still owe you the $2,500 that I didn't pay you back. Where did you get that money from? They look at you like you're a ghost. And when they saw Jesus, the last recollection of Jesus was a man on the cross, beaten and, and, and struck down, pierced in the side. But Jesus shows up again. What's up? And we see that. We see everything that's going on. And we see what happens. And they see that there's a ghost. They believe that Jesus is the ghost. We are walking this road of life. And many times we feel that we have to give up. And even though we have seen the miracles in our lives that Jesus has done, sometimes we feel like that we can't go on. But these are the tests that life can take us through and, and, and put us in. We feel that when we go through these things, that our fears will hold us back. But if we would just continue walking along with Jesus, see, Jesus shows up and says, peace be with you. And when they see Jesus, everything changes. Sometimes we just have to put our eyes on Jesus. Sometimes if we can just see the Lord in our life, well, I guess what? I think all of us saw Jesus uh, this morning. Oh, oh, did you wake up? Uh, uh, did you uh, 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 go and look in the mirror and brush your teeth and wash your face? Oh, you got here some kind of way. Oh, 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 you rode in the car. Somebody brought you. That you, you, you got brought here by a rickshaw or a skateboard. Somewhere, some kind of way you got here. I believe we all saw Jesus when we got up today. I have to see Jesus. And then we have to feel the touch of Jesus. You see him, and then we have to touch him. Oh, uh, here's the question. How do you bring back a dead man? How do you bring back a dead man? Verse 40 says this. When he had said this, he showed him his hands and feet. And while they still, not, still did not, here we go. You got to stop here. When he said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, Jesus said this. He said, look, you already see I'm not a ghost. You, 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 you already see, you see that, that, that when I was hung on the cross, you see I'm here and, I, and I'm new. He said, let's do this. Give me some fish. I, I, I smelled that fried catfish you got there cooking in the back. Bring, bring, bring me some of that fish. And Jesus shows them. He, he eats the fish 
right there in front of them. Why does God show us over and over again that he can supply all of our needs according to his riches? And you see, uh, uh, see, some people say, well, I was going to wake up anyway. Oh, you know, that, this, that, this. Oh, you didn't have to wake up. But let's see, God takes it one more thing. Not only does he wake you up, but he supplies your needs. God gives you your sustenance. God's gift over and over and over again. He demonstrates who he is. So he says, so look, watch this. Can a ghost do this? And he begins to start eating on the catfish. It's seasoned real good. Got some good Carolina seasoning. He's, he's eating that fried fish to demonstrate. But, but the reason, this is key. The, the reason that Christ does this is he wants them and us to understand that Receiving the power of his resurrection goes beyond our spirituality. Okay, so we're all fire baptized, heavily ordained. Everybody going to heaven? Okay, I, don't say that. Don't say that. I believe we go pray. Everybody's going to heaven. But the resurrection of Christ is not so much about going to heaven. It's about you having a resurrection in your body now. God cannot use people that are laid out in the ER. God cannot use people that can't go out into the vineyard to work. God cannot use people that want to sit back home, John Countryman, and reply doing nothing. Uh, people, God can't use those people. Christ wants us to understand that we are resurrected now in our bodies. It means that God's resurrection has come to heal you. God's resurrection has come to make you whole so that we can get up and go out into the field of ministry. Resurrection is about our spiritual and our physical bodies. Well, Pastor, you know I got this problem. You know I got, you know, my legs hurt. Uh, you know, some things is going on. You know, I can't, I don't quite have the energy that I do. I don't quite have everything. Well, listen, whatever you can do, if you can pray, if you can talk and do all that complaining, you can start a prayer ministry. Oh, if you can sit there and get on the phone and gossip, how about calling some of these older people in the car? I don't have, I'm not, I don't, I'm not able to call all 60 of them. Oh, call the pastor. Come help me out so we can keep up with some of our older members in the congregation. There's something that you can do other than sitting and not allowing God's resurrection power to move in you. And you see, it's not just here in Metropolitan. God's been trying to resurrect a business in you. God's been trying to resurrect a nonprofit in you. God's been trying to tell you to go back to school and get your bachelor's, associate, master's degree. See, but, 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 but here's the thing. Unless you allow that power to work in you, God has offered it. Resurrection power is more about feeling good. Oh, I'm going to heaven now. Thank you, Lord. No. Resurrection power is power that is going to work in our bodies. 
If we would just receive the touch of Jesus, we can feel the resurrection power. I remember some days I wake up in the morning. Many times I would stay with my grandmother and she'd come up, flip the light on. She would say this, you pee. Then up, get up. Time to go to school. I had a problem getting up going to school. I was lazy. I was lazy, Spencer. I, I didn't want to get up. Some of y'all are saying hallelujah. There was just wasn't a hallelujah moment. You must be thinking about somebody in your house that don't want to get up in the morning. But, but the point is this. I had to get up in the morning because I had to finish the first grade. <laughs> I had to get up in the morning so that I could finish the third grade. I'm not going to go through all the grades, y'all. <laughs> had to get up in the morning in order to finish high school. I had to get up. Do you see? see Church, we sometimes find ourselves where we don't want to get up. The reason that I didn't want to get up, says Coger, here we go, because that bed felt so good. I was comfortable. I was comfortable. Since Florence, I, I was comfortable. I, I needed my rest. Why was my grandmother waking me up? Why was see see grandmother knew that if I didn't get up, I couldn't finish the first grade. I couldn't finish. You see, if I didn't get up, I couldn't finish high school. I couldn't go to college. I couldn't go on and meet that beautiful woman that's sitting over there in the pink. Oh, see, you see, if I didn't get up in the morning. See, God is telling you that we, you got to get up from where you are and feel the resurrection power. If people didn't get up, we wouldn't have Kataji Brown Jackson. People didn't get up, we wouldn't have a John Wesley. If we didn't get it, people didn't get up. So we got to get up and, and, and stop staying in our laying down Stay How? Do you bring back a dead man? And then verse 45 says this. After they went through all this, it says it, then he opened their minds so that they could understand scriptures. Many times in life, Regardless of what we go through, regardless of the things that happens in our lives, sometimes we just have to pray for God to open our mind. Open our minds to see where he's taken us. Open our minds so that we can understand what he has for us and the church. I remember one, watching one episode of ER. It was a different episode, and they, they, they were trying to 
bring someone back. And the person had been laid out past the time. I don't know the amount of time, but, but, but somehow they, they, they had been, been laid out longer than doctors say that they can bring you back. So they brought in the head of the hospital. He said, I think we're going to try one more thing. We're going to try one more thing. Just mute the Zoom there, Steve. Mute the Zoom mic. You're going to try one more thing. And so as the person was laid out, the operating room, they had been working on them, and, and everything was, 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 was sitting there in the mouth. They had, the person had been intubated, and, and they thought it was over. And the head doctor went in. He said, give me, I forgot what the medicine was, some chlorovitrosine. I made it up first, lady. <laughs> and they, they, they began to put it in the vein of the person. You see, see, they began to do something to the person's blood. They, 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 they put something in the person's blood and, and, and they began to circulate throughout their body. And, and then, then what, what happens is the doctor takes the paddles and, and he, he, goes, he goes clear, boom. Nothing happens. He goes again, boom. Nothing happens. But finally, he takes the defibrillator and does it one more time. Boom. The heart begins to beat. Everybody is, is dumbfounded. Everybody can't figure out what's going on. They say, no, we, we, were, we, that we were unable to, to figure out what was going on. And you see, that, he said, the monitor had stopped beeping. The head doctor explained this. He said that even though a person, he said, first of all, let me explain to you what a defibrillator does. People don't understand what a defibrillator does. What a defibrillator does, a defibrillator does not give power to the heart so the heart can restart. What the defibrillator does, it takes the power that is already in the heart and shocks it so that it can reset. Is there anybody in here that needs their life to be reset? You see what happens is when he, when he put the medicine in the blood, see that there was something in the medicine in the blood that went to the heart and brought the heart back to life. And you see what happens? See, sometimes we just need the blood of Jesus in our life to bring us back. Sometimes we just need the blood of Jesus to come in. And, 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 and when they did the defibrillator, the heart began to beat. But what I thought that was so interesting, you see, the person still wasn't back. Even though that there was a heartbeat of things, he still wasn't out of the woods. So they began, they opened the person's eyes and they took a light and shined it in the eyes to see if the eyes were dilated. See, sometimes we've just got to see Jesus in our lives. Sometimes we just got to know that Jesus is there. Oh, but the main thing was they had to find out, oh, is there still brain activity? Oh, because if people come back, oh, we have to make sure that people aren't brain dead. And 
when they put the brain scan they saw that there was still activity somebody said that we just keep our mind on Jesus keep your mind on Jesus and everything will work out oh but the story doesn't end there they had the brain activity they had the heartbeat the person was obviously breathing oh but then they went over to the person and said hey are you there oh he began to talk to say who are you my name is blah 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 I can see it about his name you tell me we're talking about you oh my name is so and so oh he said what year is oh the year is this oh sometimes we just have to have a testimony for the Lord open your mouth and testify about what Jesus has done for you oh then they take little pins and needles oh they start to poke the hand oh can you feel this in your hand they poke the left hand yeah yeah stop poking me oh they poke the right hand yeah yeah stop oh sometimes we've just got to lift our hands to the Lord and praise God oh but then they went down to the feet and started picking on the feet oh did you feel that can you feel that in your toes oh yes I feel can you move your legs sometimes we just got to get up and run for the Lord run around this church give God some glory give God some praise and if you want to wonder how do you bring a son a man back to life all you have to do is give them Jesus that's how you bring a dead man back oh put Jesus in your mind put Jesus in your heart and after you do that you will know how to bring a dead man back and the people of God said amen Amen. Our worship team is coming at this time. Maybe you are the one that's in the ER. They have counted you out. They've disconnected everything. But there's something about the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. You allow the blood of Jesus to work in your life. The blood of Jesus can bring you back from a dead situation. So if you don't know the Lord at this time, wherever you are, I'm not going to ask you to stand, not going to ask you to come down, but wherever you are, I want to pray this prayer with you. And if you want Jesus to come in your heart, you can pray with me now. Dear God, I know I'm a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. Right now, I accept that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and you raised him to life. And right now, I will follow him from this day forward. In the name of Jesus, we pray, amen. 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 If you just prayed that prayer, whether in this building, on Facebook, or on Zoom, or maybe you're watching this broadcast later in the week, amen. You just gave your life to Christ. We ask that you would continue connecting with us. We invite you to continue worshiping with us at Metropolitan United Methodist Church. Amen. Please listen to the words of the worship team as they minister at this time.
Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information about our church and ministries, please visit us at www.metroumcindianhead.com. Until next time, peace and blessings.